welcome to all the strong people out there. I don't know what you've been through, but I'm here to say you're not alone and to share with you how some days I'm just barely surviving and some days I'm thriving. Thank you for joining me today. Today's quote comes from Deepak Chopra, who told us, The healthiest response to life is joy. Let's get into it. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy everything. I am so happy to be back with you again on the podcast. I had to take a break from that as I entered the art world. I was offered my first gallery exhibition and I snatched that up. I said, yes, please and thank you. So I had to crash course learn how to be in an art gallery, how to present, how to frame my art, how to price my art. And I was very busy with that as well as taking some college classes, momming, wifing, working. Uh, I've been really enjoying the art thing though. I've got a photograph in a second art gallery right now and I have submitted a couple of really deep intimate pieces for a third gallery. So I will be touching base with them soon to check in, see if they have any questions about my pieces and make sure the photos went through, although that's unnecessary and probably annoying, so I won't do that. And I am not going to edit this episode, so if I stumble over my words, they're just going to stay right in there this time. I just wanted to hop on here and talk about transitions, talk about persistence, perseverance, I want to talk about continuing with the good habits that we started and we established already in 2021. The things that we let go of in 2021 can stay gone. And I wanted to just encourage you to ask, what can I leave in 2021? I I think that a lot of people focus so much on the pressure to do more, achieve more, be more, that we sometimes forget the other parts of life, the parts about just being. So my husband and I had life happen this weekend. (laughs) Both our cars broke down. Not only that, my car broke down in my welder's driveway, blocking him in for seven hours while we waited for the tow truck guys. The guy couldn't leave and he was trying to get home to his family and there was nothing we could do. We offered to give him a ride So that was all we could offer, you know, wherever you need to go, you need to go to the moon. Yeah, we'll drive you to the moon. I'm, we felt terrible to inconvenience him with our problem. So both our cars broke down and I ended up Ubering to work (laughs) yesterday and my daughter missed the bus. My Uber pulls into the driveway and my daughter comes back to the house. I missed my bus. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know that much about uber etiquette i've only used uber a couple times before and so i'm like am i allowed to ask him to make an extra stop and bring my kid to school or does she miss school and do i miss work i was really just like okay what do i do i don't know what to do 
unfortunately, the Uber man was super cool about dropping her off at school, which was already on the way to bringing me to work. And he was so friendly and he was chatting with us in the car. And the reason why I'm mentioning my Uber driver at the same time that I'm talking about trying to be more and do more is because this gentleman was Algerian and French. His mother was French and his father was Algerian, is, are, and he was raised going to school in France and he graduated university in France and everything and came to the U.S., speaking five languages, all these cultural experiences. And, you know, the trade-off when you come to America is that if you're a professional in another country, I've know personally an engineer from Ghana whose education was not accepted. Uh, this gentleman's education from France was not accepted. So these people decide ahead of time to give up something to still come here and drive for uber because america has that much opportunity the other trade-off he mentioned was the cultural difference in europe it's less stress less money in america it's more money more stress and he said in europe if you want to go on vacation it's not a big deal you don't even think about it you get on the train you go to germany you go here you go there you take a vacation in america you've got a plan you've got to save in america there's stress 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 work 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 so, so that's one thing where people will return to their homelands to their nation of origin like because the culture is so beautiful and so rich they come here for a short time for the opportunity to make the money and then they go back and they live their nice calm life where the richness of life is important here in america i have not really been we have franchise restaurants, franchise dining, franchise clothing shops. We, we want to get our two for 20 dinners because we're so busy working to pay our bills that maybe we don't have money to spend on a nice dinner out. He says in America, the Uber driver said, in America, you spend a lot of money, maybe not even have any fun. In France, you spend no money and have a great time. So, I'm not moving to France, and I'm not knocking my homeland of America. I'm, you know, happy where I am. I'm just trying to say that it's all in what you value and what you, your perspective and what your personal culture is. And just like I choose to stay an American, I like it here, I haven't... I don't know. I mean, I'm in the middle of raising kids and stuff, so it's not like I really want to uproot them. The point is, I'm here, guys. I hear you. I see you. I'm cheering you on. Continue to strive to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Continue to seek the things that fan your flame. There's a Rumi quote. I don't have it memorized, but it's on my website. And it says something like, set your life on fire. Seek those who fan your flames. 
And that's what I'm doing right now. If a spark of interest comes to me, I'm exploring it instead of shutting it down. I never even knew I had artistic abilities and I've already been in two art galleries, guys, in months. <laughs> uh, I've been looking at my long-term goals. I've been looking at my short-term goals. My short-term goals have been to keep myself from panicking because of my, my body, my stress disorder. Um, I have an anxiety disorder and it flares up with pain. It's post-traumatic stress disorder and my body always thinks that someone's about to jump me from behind and so my goal has been for the past year to teach my body and my mind that it's safe that I am safe guys so many people out there running around being mean and rude they don't feel safe and they don't have the emotional construct to work on that. And I didn't for a long time even know I felt unsafe until I reached out for help and people helped me feel safe and taught me how to make myself safe in my own mind. So now my goals are broader because I I can actually breathe and think now that my anxiety isn't giving me racing thoughts. It's not giving me that ball of tightness in my chest. My arms and legs feel tingly and numb. I have hot and cold flashes. I've got sensory issues. And this is uh, all just related to my stress disorder. Um, so... My body has been a mess and my mind have been a mess. And now they're finally, I can see clearly now the trauma's gone. I can remove obstacles in my way. No one can stop me, no, my decision's mine. Will I feel peace or stress I choose? Yeah, so sorry about the karaoke, the car karaoke, but you know what? This is who I am. I'm random and vivid and caring and compassionate. And to that end, I also want to say, please donate to my friends at Children's Rescue Initiative of, uh, in Pennsylvania, USA. Today is Human Trafficking Awareness Day, January 11th. And these friends of mine in Pennsylvania are literally rescuing children from slavery and forced labor all around the world, even in the United States. They are financially prudent with what they're given, and they have an amazing survivor care program. So when they rescue a child, they also provide a home, medical care, access to education for these children. It's it's really their work is real guys and so you have the opportunity to help literally end slavery for someone 
just by donating to my friends over at Children's Rescue Initiative. And I try not to talk too much about the topics of my interest as far as the charities I support because it's they're heavy topics and I'm here to support you guys and to encourage you guys and I don't want to be all like donate donate give 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 bye 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 listen if you want to buy my art fantastic if you want to buy all the other things available on my website thank you If you're here because you love the encouragement, you love the honesty, you're you're learning what being authentic might look like for you, thank you. If you're here because you've been through some crap and you don't think anybody can understand and you are at your lowest point ever, I'm here and I get it. You listen to my other podcast episodes before this one, you will hear my pain loud and clear. This pain of mine birthed Jamie. I was stuck in shutdown mode, like power save mode, battery saver mode, because I I was using all of my everything just to survive. I was arguing with myself 24-7. I was berating myself, toxically talking to myself in ways that are not acceptable to talk to any human being, including yourself. And now I'm here and I can say, I accept myself. I honor myself. I make space for myself. I don't have to say I love myself because that's still tricky for me. I don't like the word love because it's a trigger word for me. The abuser that was doing the things to me told me that what we were doing was a loving act and that it was special and it really messed up my idea of humanity and what love is. So I don't want to love anyone. Does that make sense? But I can respect, I can give honor to, I can be open-minded to myself and others. I've learned to listen to myself and I used to gaslight myself so hard. One of the first things that I became aware of after November 5th, 2020 was how much I was abusing myself. One of the things that I had to deal with was, Jamie, how long has that person been out of your life? How long has it been since they have actually done this abuse to you? And how long have you been treating yourself like a piece of doo-doo? The only person treating me like a piece of doo-doo was myself. Not my husband, not my kids, not my living relatives. I was treating myself like doo-doo and I was flinging that all around the world, repelling people away from me. So when people repel you, remember that you don't have to take it. Put your boundaries up. Assert your right to respect. The biggest thing you can do is stay in your own lane. Don't engage, but keep your boundaries, if that's possible. That's how you handle a Karen. 
from an a from a recovering Karen. <laughs> That's how you handle a Karen. And also, if possible, separate them from the public because then they will calm down without the audience behind them. Then it becomes about you actually listening to them instead of them having an audience. And once they feel listened to, whatever. But anyway, back to you. How are you? Do you have any goals for 2022? Do you have any habits that you've started in 2021 that you're carrying over into 2022? Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, DM me, send me an email at authenticallyjamielynn at gmail.com. If you want to chat, I mean, I'm more than willing to chat. That's what podcasts are for. If you'd like to be a guest co-host with me, shoot me out an email to authenticallyjamielynn at gmail.com. I'd love to have guest co-hosts. We've had Marley, Marley's Migraine Journeys. We've had Warren from God's Chosen Ones, another another charity that I like to support. Also, randomly, in Pennsylvania, it's a men's transitional program where they provide housing, job skills, social skills, um, you know, just people getting clean and just walking side by side with them in life instead of leaving them to fall back into their own ways and the heart of the people there is truly magnificent and the it's just truly it's a men's transitional program with housing and it's called again godschosenones.org And so that's another opportunity for you to change somebody's life forever without even disrupting yours. Just go ahead and, you know, shoot them over a donation if you want to help buy toiletries or tools or pay for Warren's college tuition. Warren is a recovering addict who has come so far that he has created God's chosen ones. He's working on his masters. He's he's just and he's pretty humble, you know. He's pretty cool. So and he's willing to talk to anybody. If you want to get to know more about how you can support or be involved with them, go ahead and go to their website, godschosenones.org. And then I might as well throw out there my third choice. I've got one, two, three, and then I stopped looking around. I was like, these are excellent and I'm done. So my third and final charity that I'm choosing to support is right here in my home state of Connecticut. It is the Prudence Crandall Center. They help battered humans escape dangerous living situations. They set up transitional housing They have child services. They keep families together and safe. They offer counseling for not only the adults escaping the domestic violence situation, but for the children. Uh, You, yes, so that's another opportunity to support children 
being saved and rescued from adults' poor choices. So you've got the first one I mentioned, literally saving children who are in slavery today with the Children's Rescue Initiative. You've got the men who have made so many mistakes, but somebody's not giving up on them and they're trying and they're not giving up on themselves and they want to contribute to society and they want to be a part of society. You've got them at godschosenones.org. And then the third one, the women, men, and children who are all escaping domestic violence in my home state. They don't, it's not, the gender is not an issue, whatever. If you're in danger, call them. If you live in the towns that they service, call them. The Prudence Crandall Center. So guys, thank you for tuning in with me today. And thank you for being you. And thank you for not giving up on my podcast. And that is where I was. I was out creating art. Woohoo! Have a lovely day, and I will try to be back sooner rather than later. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode on life and hope and recovery and trauma and behavior and all things humaning. I appreciate you. I admire you. I believe in you. And I would love to hear from you. You can find my email address in the episode details. Until next time.